everybody, and welcome to the 150th episode of The Four Keeps! Today is December 20th, 2021, and you are loved! This is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indooradventures to check up on all the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go to in- or patreon.com slash indooradventures, you can check up on our after show called Knights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from the community, but also from each other. So if you have any questions that you'd like to ask myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to join us on our Discord. The link can be found in the Twitch chat to the side, or you can check it out in the description or audio or uh, description of this video or audio cast down below. But let's say that you already support us on Patreon, you already support us on Twitch and YouTube and all of those other wonderful places, and you're trying to think to yourself, where can I go to help support this fantastic show even more? Guess what, buddy? I got your back. Quite literally, in fact, because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com, we got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, throw pillows, shower curtains, aprons, clocks, and most importantly, we also have face masks. That's right, we have face masks with the symbol of Tiamat upon them, designed by our very own Cyberwolf1201. So, all of the proceeds of those face masks end up going to help support Doctors Without Borders. Uh, so if you'd like to help support a good cause or possibly help support the show, you can again go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. That is indooradventure, no S at the end, .redbubble.com. But that is it for my opening spiel. Also, before I pass this off, thank you everyone who has anonymous gifter for subs, people donating biddies. This is, this is a great way to start the stream I'm excited for all of this going on, but I'm always excited whenever I have you guys on the show. RJ, who are you playing today? Uh, hey everybody, I'm RJ. Today I'm playing Kalem, the Sharkai Wizard. We both got by he, him, and sometimes a menace. Hi everybody, I'm LB Hackamup. You can find me at LB Hackamup, and I'm playing Gwen, the Halfling Barbarian Fighter. Hi, I'm, I'm Cyber. I play Arjan. He he uses he him pronouns. He sure is something. I don't remember. <laughs> He's doing his best, and that's the part that counts. That's muted. You're good. Oh, we're unmuted. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm uh, I'm Wings, uh, also known as Danae Keener. I use she her pronouns. I'm going to be playing as Coriander the Eldrin Paladin, uh, who uses she her they them and he him pronouns. And I am the indoor adventurer, he, him, and tonight I shall be your dungeon master. So, last time we left off, you had all made your way into the Fortress of Forgotten Memories primary library, in which you managed to find a selection of goodies, ended up squaring off against a slew of different mimics that had all taken on the forms of things like dressers and piles of treasure, as well as like one giant animated statue. It was pretty wild. After that combat began, uh, Calum saw several rifts in the sky when he cast a time stop, which was, again, 
a rather wild time. Uh, it was at that point, though, that you ended up finding a cross-section cutout of the Fortress of Forgotten Memory, but it wasn't the fortress that you know it now. It was the fortress that it once was. Inside, it ended up leading you on a journey through the memories of none other than the Raven Queen, but also Corvain, allowing you a little bit of respite before you found yourself in the Queen's Chamber proper. It was at that point that you initiated the... Uh, Soul separation is that the that's the name that we gave it, I believe. Soul uh, severance. Soul mm, close. Whatever the spell that it was that was super important to the plot that I definitely remember and am not. Gordon Cannon's magnificent MacGuffin. Yes, that one. Um. After that effect was had, you saw that the uh, the Raven Queen, who once was uh, this elven woman, long red hair, uh, fair skin, was separated from this nightmare creature, uh, who is known now as the Fractured Queen. It was then that things looked uh, a little dicey, to say the least, as the as one of the effects of this uh of this soul severance spell is that there is a level of animosity that is generated by one uh by the halves of these creatures as these two separated as they shifted apart and seemed to glitch until they were one and whole the one that you cannot see the face of this large beast this fracture this fractured queen looked at you and with a calm and steady declaration said thank you and at this point you see she turns her head towards the other queen and as she does the red-haired queen looks at this large beast and she quickly casts a spell of her own and as she does she actually encases herself into a globe of invulnerability as quickly as she can but in doing so the fractured queen you see takes two of her clawed fingers and as she does they seem to grow larger on either side of this globe and you see that she just pinches them and as she does the other queen is encased into a marble and then the large queen, the one that remains, looks at all of you. And she grins. And as she does, she says, Now to get rid of those that would know my name. I would like for everyone to roll initiative. A nat 20! <laughs> Blum, 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 blum. 21. <clears throat> Kaelin's ready for a 17. Harjan's not for a 15. Corey got a rock. I got a rack. She got eight. Eight. Okay, sounds good. Lesnor got a natural 20 as well, placing him at 24 in the initiative oh. order. Let's say what like a 30 for the rogue right nah he doesn't have that feat um <laughs> but he is still rather high up in the initiative order so as this queen looks down at the lot of you 
It is the rogue's turn, and I've actually added him onto the D&D Beyond Life Tracker as well, so if anybody is curious about the rogue, he's there. Um, so he is going to... Uh, as he had drawn... Uh, he had drawn his daggers earlier, and Arjan, you had been like... Like, you had told him to stand down a little bit. He just sort of, like, looks at you again and, like, daggers back out. Um, and he gets low to the ground and he is going to throw one of the daggers towards the queen. And he is going to be using, uh, the kind of curved one that he, you have seen him use before. So he is going to throw Silent Knight. I need to mute this tab. Uh, for a 23 to hit. And you see that as he throws this dagger and it embeds itself into the Raven Queen, it doesn't, it sinks in, but not very deep. It looks like he hit pretty much what the AC required is to actually injure this creature. Um, however, because she is not close to anybody, he doesn't get his surprise attack off, which is great for him uh but he still manages to do nine points of damage on to the queen and then as a bonus action he is going to try and hide he is going to try and be a very stealthy boy so go advantage so he gets a 28 for stealth and he just like into the shadows he goes, does not wish to be perceived in this moment. However, we, time will tell to see if that is actually the case. Next up, Gwen. I'm Gwen. Uh, Gwen is going to take the runt axe and sort of like flip it from her right hand to her left hand. Um, and then she's going to uh, like say over to her shoulder where the rogue was. She doesn't know where he is now. <laughs> Watch this. Uh, and she's going to use her action, or she's going to use her bonus action to go into a tiny rage and ignite the uh, run tax. And then she is going to use her action to uh, summon my friends. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and I rolled, and I rolled for 12. Okay. Uh, so 12 uh, Goliath-ish spirits uh, uh, are summoned around me. Hell and, yeah. Yeah, that's that's my turn. Okay, the Goliaths go after you, so what are they up to? Uh well I'll move I'll move up with them. They will move up. Uh are they close enough to attack? Um yeah, uh like this room so to give a, a better layout of this room, this area looks like a it's a large circular chamber that is roughly about sixty feet tall. Uh, and it is ringed with different, um, like, steady, uh, like, set-in shelves that are just covered from inch by inch with what look like small marionettes of Shadarkai. All with similar faces, all with similar builds, but it just seems like they are lined. Uh, amongst her, in this general area, you also see that there are, like, strange piles of refuse it seems like she is just kind of not a very tidy queen um and then notably 
there is the corpse of uh, Corvain Nightfeather, who is propped up on a, on a uh, stone dais uh, that is set off in the corner of the room as well. Uh, and we say corner, even though this is a circular chamber, he's just kind of set off to the back. Um, but from like, like from either side, it's about 60 feet. Um, does a 13 hit? A 13 does not hit. Does an 18 hit? It does not. Okay. Does a, uh, 22 hit? 22 does not. You're looking for 23. 23. Okay. Uh, so two of them hit. Um, so that is 1d12 plus three. By the way, everybody is affected by a blessed spell. I, by everybody, I mean the three of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, 16 damage from them. Okay. Sounds Flashing. good. Excellent. That's my turn. Alright, so... Next up is going to be the layer action. So, for the layer. As the, Gwen, as you summon these Goliaths and they all rush forward and the Raven Queen is completely surrounded by them, this goddess begins to shift and shake in the same way that her glitched form had previously. And you see it seems to separate from the actual form that was there. She is going to use her spatial projection ability through the layer and you see that a copy of this queen appears behind the party as well. So she is in two places at once until the beginning of the next round. Or at least the beginning of the next layer action. Um, Caleb. Huh. Um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, Caleb uses his bonus action to use his Blessing of the Raven Queen to teleport behind the one that's behind the party. Okay. And he's going to cast a lightning bolt through two of them. Okay. That's a... Uh, I'll do a level five lightning bolt. Okay. Sounds good. And that's a dexterity save, correct? Yes. Okay. That is going to be a nine on the dexterity save. That's a fail. Okay. So fifth level, where is it? I have so many spells. Uh, let's see. Uh, 37 points of lightning damage. Okay. So as your lightning bolt shoots out, you see that it passes through the one directly in front of you almost like it doesn't have a corporeal form it doesn't seem like it connects in the same way uh, as part of the uh spatial projection as you have now found things that affect both only affect the one i had to try with the shot i had um, to try <laughs> yes uh so as it connects with the queen proper, you see that the lightning as it courses into her, let me just check real quick. Yeah, seems to do full damage on that. So you said 57? 
37. 37. 37. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Okay. So she takes that in stride. Next up, Arjan. Where is the marble? The marble looks like it has been taken into uh, the Raven Queen proper. Like she has, uh, like it has just become part of her things. So it is hidden. Can I get the marble? Um, Can I blow a hole in the Raven Queen with some shots and a shard launch drive through her and try and get the marble? You can certainly try. I would very much like to. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I am going to take... Okay. So, I have three attacks this turn. One of them is going to do extra damage. And then I... If I do a shorter launch stride... Okay, shoot. Uh, that's just extra, extra speed. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So... First shot. I'm taking a shot. Natural fucking 20. Womp, 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 womp. Roll for damage, my friend. Okay. Shit. And what's... Where? Where's the... Where's the dread ambush damage? Fuck. 1d8, so 2d8. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So that was 21 damage. Okay. With an additional 2d8. Uh, 11, so all together that was 32 points of damage. Okay. Second shot. Uh, 28. Okay, 28 hits. For 11 points of damage. Okay. And 25. 25 still hits. For 15 points of damage. Okay. I'm going to cast a Shardalon Stride at 4th level. Uh, and zoom to where I just shot uh, and see if I can uh, grab it. She is going to be taking five points of fire damage. Okay. All right. So as you zoom in, make a perception check. Natural 20. Goddamn. For a 29. Womp womp, my son. Uh, yeah, so for a 29, as you zoom in, you can see that amongst the ra- the decorative raven skulls that seem to be coursing upon her chest, as you zoom in, she has placed one of the marbles inside an eye of one of these skulls. Uh, so you are able to just zip up uh and uh you don't suffer or with the shardle on stride you don't have to do an attack of opportunity or attacks of opportunity aren't upon you correct 
for the duration your speed increases by 20 feet and moving doesn't provoke opportunity attacks. Okay, yeah, I would say that as an object interaction, you would be able to joint uh, and grab that marble. Okay, and then I'm um, popping out on at, at some other spot. Just I'm go I'm go I'm shooting and going through her. Okay, sounds good. Uh, so you are able to do that. So the next up is the queen herself. And she is going to... As she realizes that you have taken this marble from her and she sees all of these little duders that are existing underneath her, you see that she brings one of her clawed fingers up into the sky and draws a circle. And then she grabs the inside of that circular ring and then begins to push it down onto the ground. It seems like she is casting a magical spell. Oh, ah, oh, ah, <gasps> 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 Can I use my reaction? <laughs> you want Can it to I be use a reaction, please? It's <laughs> a so reaction, reaction. Do you want to use a reaction? I, am I close enough? You have not even gone yet. I know. That's what I'm <laughs> so asking. That's a no. That's a negatory for Corey. Cool. Are Are you gonna counterspell it? Yeah, but you still get your attack action. Okay, I'm gonna attack. I'm gonna counterspell at sixth level. Okay. I got a. I'm, I got a one. Reroll. No, you don't. Just kidding. I'm a halfling. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> 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 I only got a 21. A 21 what? does not hit. Oh my god, your modifier is intense! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, Calum, you are attempting to counterspell at the 6th level. Um, Raven Queen will use her reaction as well to counterspell your counterspell. That is fine. That is two slots. Or, mm, yeah, she's just going to try for it. Okay, cool. I think she has to roll like a 16 to counterspell mine. Yeah. She got a 17. Does my <sighs> magic bullshit help at all with counterspells? It does not. Mm, no. Okay. I, okay. I, okay. So I need. Oh, sorry. And nobody is blessed now. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You know, the concentration. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. I need everybody here to make me a constitution saving throw. As she casts Circle of Death. Good call on the sixth level. Seven. This is magic, right? It's definitely magic, yes. Okay, I have advantage on sp uh, spells. I have advantage against spells. Okay, is it spells that target you specifically, or is it all spells? That's a good question. Uh, against the saving throws? Um, I have two different things that give me advantage against spells. I, in fact, I might have three different things that give me advantage. Is it hitting all of us? Okay. Is it hitting all of us? It is. Including okay. all of your barbarians. Oh god, why would you make me roll that? Listen, right. from here on out, it's fireballs at her feet. <laughs> Clear those barbarians. Shield of the Eclipse, uh, you have advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. Okay. Period. Yep. I mean, it's comma, and then it elaborates, but it does not elaborate in a way that displeases me. Sounds good. I'd say you have advantage. Natural 20. I got a 27. Okay. Mute us. I I, I'm gonna, roll. yeah. 
Who are we waiting for now? We were waiting for, well, Gwen, because she has not rolled for herself or her oh, mini barbarians. Her. Okay, yeah, no, she's rolling for her This ward. is a con constitution saving throw. That is correct. Uh, that is a, uh, for 16. For Gwen or for or, the- no, 26, 26. 26 for Gwen? Okay. Yes. So Gwen and Corey pass. And then, no. Um, and then Berserkers are plus three. Can you give me a target number and I will tell you that all of them failed because the highest one is a 19. None of them make it. Okay, oh, cool. Oh, boy. So all of the barbarians, Arjan and Calum, and our dear friend Lesinor, are all going to be taking 36 points of necrotic damage. Everyone who succeeded takes half. Or in Calum's case, because he used the Raven Queen pop ability. As well as I think you just have resistance to necrotic damage being... Shadar Kai. And I think one of us has necrotic armor. I believe so. Okay. So that is good on that end. So the next up in the initiative order. Uh, as a 17th level thief, Lessonor gets the ability that on the first round of combat... He gets a second attack action at level 10. He's going to use that now that it seems a lot more uh, viable that friends are nearby. So from the shadows, you just see, like, like you hear, like, the groaning sound of this dude who has just suffered a circle of death. And then Knife comes out. He's going to attempt to try and bamp on the Raven Queen as best he possibly can. Ah. Clear all. Why am I doing it this way? Who knows? We'll figure it out. 16 is not going to hit. So his knife sort of like sails past the Raven Queen and then just pops and then returns back to his hand. He moves on initiative count 10 just for this one round and then it is Corey. So it is now Corey? It is now Corey's turn. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm trying to keep track of things. That's um, why I have the initiative counter. All right. So as far as. Uh, everything that's happened so far, Arjan has uh, our queen. Uh, I'm gonna call her. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call her Zarina. Uh, he has Zarina. Yes. Yes. For now. Okay. Um, and there is two uh, baddie queens. Yes, that here. you can see. What What is the effect of them being two? Uh, from what you can see, uh, it looks like they mirror each other. Uh, and that is about it. It looks like they haven't actually used, uh, a lot of their ability yet. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm going to... Um, didn't somebody try to do something that, like, targets both of them? Yes. Calum tried to work. blast with a lightning bolt, and the lightning bolt seemed like it only did damage to one. Gotcha. Okay. Um, the one that was damaged, I'd like to target with a compelled duel. Okay. And uh, what is the save for that? What is the save to that? It is 19. Okay. For okay. which Wisdom. Stat? Wisdom. Wisdom save. Yeah, Wisdom. Okay, sounds good. 
That is a natural 20 from the Raven Queen. Cool. Oh, Jesus Christ. Amazing. Corey, you um, cast Compel Duel, and you think that there might not be a... It looks like she kind of wants to fight you. Like, there's no spell required on this one. Well, good. I'll, I can provoke her in the old-fashioned way. Yes. Um, I'll... Hey, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> hey, you! Uh, that's fine. I'll... Get her away from me. Yeah, no, that's my that's my goal. Uh, I'm going to run up to her, uh, and I'm going to shout... Um, if you didn't want anyone to know your name, you should have gotten your own. Uh, and I'm going to attack. Hey, okay. Kick his ass. Uh, that's not an advantage, so I got a 14. Does Probably not hit. doesn't hit. Second attack, 27 to hit. 27 hits. All right, that's going to be 12 slashing damage. I'm going to throw a smite on that. Let's say fourth level. Okay. Um, okay. Hey, quick question. Yeah. On Dead or Fiend? Um, celestial. Okay, that's that doesn't help. That's okay. Um, so here, first of all, twelve slashing damage. Okay. Uh, and then it's gonna be twenty six plus one, so twenty seven sla- uh, radiant damage. Okay. So as the twenty seven radiant damage comes oh, in, fuck. <laughs> you realize. Oh no! This creature themselves, kind of like. Has that about them? The radiant damage does not do as much as you thought that it was going to. Oh, this is werewolves punching werewolves all over again. Good news, you'll save on spell space. You are correct. Okay. Um, that's what I do. That's my bonus. That's my action. Um, on God? <laughs> on God. That's what I heard as well. Okay, so... Corey. No cap on God. <laughs> That's literally what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Corey, as you finish your turn, she is going to use uh, her legendary action uh, to use her void claw. Uh, so, as you do this and you say, on God. She, you see that perfect set of teeth amongst the bird's nest just grin and you see that she like rears an arm up but the one that you have your back to extends their arm forward and they are going to try and yeet you with that their claw that is going to be a 20 to hit yep okay sounds good so that is going to be I have a question. Yes. Is that a spell? It is not. Is that a magical effect? This is just her punching you. Oh, God. Cool. Go on. Yes. So Carry that on. is going to be. Let me get this. Boop, boop. That is going to be for 15 points of slashing damage and 12 mm-hmm. points of necrotic damage. 12 slashing, 6 necrotic. Okay, next up is your rogue friend who is going to continue running around trying to do his second best to stab out at this deity. You know, he's trying, and that's the part that counts. That's a 14 on his die roll, so once again, 
dagger flies out and then he is going to go and do the thing that he's really designed to do which is hide uh how well he will hide that is entirely up to him uh but then next up is going to be gwen hello i'm gwen uh i think i can do a thing so this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna use my bonus action to manifest an echo on top of me, taking up my space, literally my body, okay? Okay. The AC of the echo is 20. <laughs> would then this be a protection on me? It would not. Because it is, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I thought I could gank the system. Even, even though halfling and small? <laughs> You can occupy the same space. However, hear it. <laughs> however, you cannot occupy the same space. Here. Okay. All right. Cool. I Counterpoint. Can she stand behind her echo to get cover? Yes. You could Baller. do that. Halfling. <laughs> I Holes. will do that. I will manifest an echo uh, on top. Well, uh, in, slightly in front of me. Um, as my bonus action, and as my action, I'm gonna get stupid with this. Okay, um, I'm going to attack twice. Okay. Um, the lowest one is 29. Okay, both then, those yet. Okay. Uh, that's going to be plus 11, so 28 damage on the first hit. Uh, okay. Plus six fire 15 damage on the second hit plus seven fire okay i am going to use an action surge there it is uh to take an additional action on my turn so i'm going to attack twice again okay um that is 30 is the lowest. Okay. Uh, and that's going to be... Um, 18 slashing. Do you need me to split it? No. Okay. So 18 slashing, uh, seven, or 8 fire. Oh, that was a 22 slashing and 8 fire. Okay. And then, because I have an echo up, I am going to use an Unleash Incarnation, which states, um, whenever you make an attack action, you can make one additional melee attack. So I get to attack one more time with okay. my echo, technically, but it is an attack. Okay. Oh, no. It's only 22. 22 misses. No. It's okay. That's my turn. Okay, sounds good. And then for my Berserkers, I have pre-rolled all of them. Um, there were two natural 20s, a 24 and a 23. And those are the only ones that hit for, I guess I could just add this up for you. Um, but that would take math. 14. Okay. 12. For, six. these are to hit? No, 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 just damage. Okay. Minus 14, minus 12, minus 6. Minus 14. Okay. That's their turn. 
sounds. They are hacking and slashing. Excellent. And Gwen's doing really cool fire shit with her incarnation. Wow. Yeah, she's doing she's doing good work. Cool. So it is now the layer's turn. And at this point, the figure of that secondary Raven Queen, uh, where all of the uh, where all of the barbarians are currently encountering, you see just fades and disappears. From the corner of the room, atop this stone dais, sitting in a throne, the corpse of Corvain, you see, has cracks of light that begin to form upon it. And as they do, Corvain's eyes begin to bleed out with this tumultuous energy. Calum, you are familiar with what the negative energy plane looks like in a raw form. And it seems like that is coming from this body that is in the corner of the room. I would like for everybody to make a constitution saving throw. Eight. Eight? It, it's, it's, hmm? it's what? It's magic. Is it magic? Uh, I would say that this is pretty magical. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Is it, is it a spell? It is not be... a spell. Okay. I got a oh, 24. No. Gwen failed. 25. Hold on. Okay, I'll just. Um, the highest is, oh, okay. There's one natural 20 in there. So that's 23 and then uh, 20 and then 19. 19 and 20 are both good. Okay, cool. So four of them succeeded. Okay. So everyone who succeeded is going to be taking half of 17 points of necrotic damage. Everyone who succeeded takes the 17 or everyone who failed takes the 17, everyone who succeeded takes the half. But you see that the energy is still pooling out of Corvain's eyes. And it seems... You get the sense that mm, healing magic as you figure it might not work as well as you would hope while this is happening. Just as a forewarning. Next up. Caleb. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Okay. How far is Corvain's body from me? Corvain's body at this point is within 60 feet. Okay. I'm going to... Shit. Double move over to where Corvain's body is. Okay. So that's only 50 feet. <clears throat> But um, he'll yell to the rest of the party that he's going to take care of it. That's his turn. Okay. 
Sounds good. At the end of your turn, the queen is going to use a legendary action to cast a third level magic missile towards you. Shield. Okay. Sounds good. That is most certainly fine. Next up, Arshan. Okay. Uh, I have a god. <laughs> awesome. Uh, uh, Arjan popped out on the other side, and this Raven Queen and the other Raven Queen are both... So the one that was surrounded by all of these barbarians since dissipated, and it seems like that was part of the lair action, was to mm. be able to create that double. Now that another lair action has taken effect, that one has dissipated. Arjan is going to, in the direction of that Raven Queen, which I, I assume that she's more than... She's not more than 90 feet away from that me. That is correct. Um, Arjan is going to let out a torrent of acid breath. Okay. That is that is not going to hit anybody. I am then going to turn invisible as a bonus action okay. with with nature's fail. And go behind uh, you, you said there was some like refuse or, or like yeah. something. Okay. While invisible, I would like to put the I would like to put my marble in the bag of holding. Okay. Sounds good. Seems like a safe bet. From that pile of acid breath, there is movement. And something crawls out. What does it look like? Uh, it just looks like this vaguely... Yeah. Like the, the gathered acid just like coalesces into this like barely barely composed form of uh acid that um looks like it's trying to like form like claws or something and dashes forward toward the raven queen and it's going to try and make an attack okay i'm sorry Connor. what the fuck i i have summoned an elemental spirit frolicking fizzbam i don't like that <laughs> Uh, okay, so. Plus nine to hit. Did, did I make these? I did not make these. Okay, cool. So nine plus nine is 18 to hit. Okay. Uh, and 18 does not hit. What about... An 18. An 18. An 18 also does not hit. Aw. Okay. Well, there, there's a little acid elemental right there. Doing its best. Okay. Being a heckin' cutie patootie. Alright. It is now the Fractured Queen's turn. And on her turn... She, you see, looks over at Calum 
who is going over towards, uh, who is over by Corvain. She looks down at Corey and Gwen, and Lesinor and Arjan are both like gone and in the shadow. But it's Arjan, you get the feeling that she is able to see directly where you are. And you see that she gets a smile on her face. And as she does, she motions with her hand, one finger up. And like clockwork, that finger extends over. And then you see that finger again, tick, tick, tick. She casts a a particular spell that is going to give her a little bit of buffer time. Sounds like a spell. It is. Would you like to hit her? I would like to hit her. Okay. I would also like to... Is it the one near me casting the spell? Wait, no, there's There's not There's only the one. She has moved away from you, Gwen. She is only by Corey. Okay, cool. I remember. Put my dice away. Okay, yeah. Just attacking. Here I go. Okay. Oh, 20 to hit. That misses. As the Raven Queen casts Time Stop. Fuck. Counter spell. Already used your reaction on a shield. Oh, shit, you're right. Eh. Well... I'm gonna go take a piss. I'll be right back. You probably want to be here for this. As time ceases, the Raven Queen looks at all of you, caught in these moments of just pure battle, trying your hardest to defend against her. And you see her shoulders kind of jiggle up and down as she laughs to herself about this she walks by Corey, and as she does she looks down at you Calum. she looks over at Corvain and then back at you and you see that with her hand towards the sky she takes a single finger and tears into the space above you and in this space you can see what looks like a sliver of just temporal rift that exists directly above her. And she extends her hands around the temporal rift and brings it down. On her second turn, she casts a spell, also of the ninth level, that allows her to wield this planar rift as a weapon. Calum, she is going to try and swat at you as you get near her fallen husband. So, with that... That is going to be a... Let me see here... A 24 to hit. That hits. Okay. So, Calum, you are going to be taking 23 points of force damage. As the world resets, Cory, the queen was directly in front of you. And then she made this, like, finger-ticking motion. Next thing you see, she is over by Calum and has just brought across what looks like a pure spatial schism that she wields now as a weapon. 
into your friend. And she stands between him and her fallen husband. So that is it for her go. Um, did I see the attack? You were not able to because okay. from all of your perspectives as part of time stop, time had stopped. There. Cool. It has now reset itself. However, that was the end of the queen's turn. Next up, Corey. Okay. Um, fuck. How far is she? Uh, she's within 60 feet. Calum had moved about 50 feet to get over towards where she was. Gotcha. All right. Um, I'm going to face step as my bonus action. You know what? Never mind. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, because I'd be doing this otherwise. Uh, I'm going to lightning bolter. I'm going to like sidestep so I don't get Caleb in, in the attack and lightning bolter. Okay. Sounds good. That is a 23. 23 will make it. She's going to take half of 34 lightning damage. Okay. So 17. Uh, so that's my action. She maintains concentration. Uh, say again? She maintains concentration on her spell. All right. Um, as my bonus, I'm going to try and compel Dueler again. Okay. That's a wisdom. Okay. Wisdom over 30. God. Okay. 32. Uh, I think that's all I can do. Uh, I'm going to move the 30 feet towards her. Okay. Sounds good. At the end of your turn, she is going to use a legendary action for a third level magic missile. She is going to send that in the direction of Arjan. Itch. Oop, owie. So Arjan, that is going to be 19. No, it's not. Hold on, sorry. It's gonna be... Minus nine. Ten. Question Ten about that. Is it overall damage or is it for a specific source? Because magic missile is separate sources. That's true. Hold on. I think it's there separate sources. Or, yeah, separate sources. Uh, if you are... Uh, let's see. Um, if you are uh, raging and another creature you can see within 30 feet of you takes damage, you can use your reaction to reduce that damage by 2d6. Now 3d6. So that's all it says. Okay, so because it is whenever they would take damage and the magic missiles apply damage individually, it okay. would just negate one of them. Okay. Do you Do still the highest to... one. <laughs> okay, so remove five of that damage. 14. Okay, or RJ. Um, just for reference, if the Raven Queen is making any melee attacks, she's doing it at disadvantage. Yep. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, so then that was the end of Corey's turn. Next up, your rogue friend who immediately feels out of his depth, but that's okay. He has a knife, and he's going to try and throw that knife at the queen. He gets sneak attack. He does get sneak attack if he could hit, which he is not able to yet again. That's three times that he has attempted to throw. I'm happy he's here. Advantage? Uh, does he get advantage? If he's sneaky. 
Well, if he's within, if she's within five feet of him, uh, he would just get the sneak attack damage, not the advantage. Yeah, he. Right. While he is stealthed, she does seem to have a certain sense about her that allows her to see through these things. So he just yeah, and then realizes that the, realizes that that is not happening, and then he's seeming to just like doing these stealthies is more of just like a muscle memory at this point in case anything else ends up happening that is a 23 for stealth on hymns that is it for lee at the end of yeah that's all that is gonna happen on that one gwen it is your and the barbarians turns Okay, so Gwen is going to, uh, how big is the raven? Is this, this raven? She thing? is considered to be large. Large? She's okay. tall. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, sure, why not? Um, I'm going, Gwen is going to run up to her. Him? Her. Her. Uh, run up to her. Um, and when she gets within 10 feet of her, but not Calum, she is going to activate her Echo Shard Gauntlets to do a Thunderstep to maybe do some damage, but who knows, you know. So I need her to make a Constitution saving throw. Okay. Constitution saving throw. Do, do, that is a 22. Okie dokie. Uh, she makes it. Um, so she takes four damage, four thunder damage from it, and Gwen is going to land on top of her. Okay. Um, that is where she is thunderstepped to, uh, so she is hopefully riding on her shoulders. Um, and then I'm going to use my bonus action to move my spirit shield, my spirit friend, to, uh... Just be next to her, too. Sorry, she would be considered huge. You're her. still able to do that, but she is considered yeah, huge that... <laughs> for the squares that she takes up. I had to look at the yeah. size chart because I was like, she's like storm giant tall. Yeah, Wait yeah, a second yeah. okay. here. Shadow Colossus, this is where we are. This is what I want. Okay, so okay. yeah, Gwen, you are up in the Raven Queen's business. Yeah. Solid. I'm, gonna, I'm holding on by her hair. There's like a glowy spot on the back of your head, and you're just like, oh, fucking God. <laughs> All right. Uh, I rolled the Berserkers. Five of them hit, surprisingly. Uh, two of those were crits uh, for a total of 58 damage. Okay. Obviously, they're all going to move over towards her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then attack. Just yelling, rabble, rabble, rabble the entire yeah. time. They are, like, drawn as one unit. For just, sure. like, arms moving. Sounds good. And that is my turn. At the end of your turn, let me check on one thing really quick. I love high-level spells. So put another dime in the jukebox, baby. Take another song and dance with me. All right. Um, I need 
Let's see, range. So I need everyone who is directly on the Raven Queen, which would be all of the Goliaths, Gwen, and Calum to make constitution saving throws. As she uses a legendary action for a word of radiance. Oh, 12. Okay. And Gwen got an at 20 for a 28. Cool. Um, and the Goliaths have a plus three, so it's 16, 17, 18, 20? No. So the Goliaths are going to be taking the full 13 points of radiant damage. And Calum, uh, what was yours? 12, so I'm probably 12, taking you're taking the well. full uh, 13 radiant. Gwen, you take half. Okay, sounds good. Then next up is the layer. So... As you were all directly on the queen, or at least can still see her, and she has this wicked blade in her hand that seems to be, again, just made of what appears to be a planar rift, you see that she then begins, like, the skulls that line her chest begin to shake and shudder, and as they do, the world around you seems to be a little bit darker as the corpse of Corvain, his eyes stop bleeding out energy. I need everybody to make a wisdom saving throw. Is this a magical effect? Uh, this is a layer action. I don't believe so. 20. Does magic happen? <laughs> this is a planar effect, if anything. As you will remember, there's a lot of despair that happens in this place. Boy, wisdom. Gotcha. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> I got a 22. Okay. 16. Arshan, what'd you get? 20. 20? Okay. 11. It seems like the 20 was what you needed. Over 20? Oh, it's 20 on the nose is what you're looking for. None of my team made it. <laughs> okay. So, Arjan, uh, again, anyone over oh. 20, you succeed. Everybody who failed has disadvantage on ability checks uh, and saving throws until the following uh, initiative count of 20. It's a good thing. Yeah. You asked. Acid Elemental didn't make it. Lee made Maybe. it. Maybe. All right. I don't care about Lee. I'm invested in this Acid Elemental. <laughs> He's look. We can't. We can't make a plushie out of Lee. We could make a plushie out of the Acid Elemental. It's more like Gak. It's yeah, not... gross. <laughs> All right. So next up, Caleb. Caleb, you are surrounded by all of these. Fucking guys and the queen herself. Sounds like a party. Um, he's gonna dash through to Corvain's body. Okay. Uh, uses his action to open up the portable hole on the ground. So when you get close to Corvain, 
there does seem to be a mystical buffer that prevents you from like accessing <sighs> him directly. Okay. Okay. But it, his eyes have stopped glowing, correct? Yes. Well, <laughs> just wanted to let you know. He seems like he is non-interactable in this moment. Cool. Um, redacted the movement to um, Corvain. He's going to shout for Arjan to shoot him with a potion. The uh, specifically the maximum the maximum potion. Yeah, that'll only work for spells under fifth level. That is fine. Okay. Uh, and he's going to hold his action until he is shot by the potion. At okay. which point he will cast a Nevermore at fourth level. Okay, sounds good. At the end of your turn, actually, a life hunt at fourth level. Queen is going to use her last legendary action for the turn, and that is another. Uh, that is going to be a blast, blast, blast of magic missiles. This time towards uh, the individual that is currently riding on her shoulder. She doesn't seem to. Uh, actually, she's going to use the word of radiance again. So I need all the barbarians, Gwen and Calum to make constitution saves. I got a 21. 21? 21. Is it is is the goal a 20? Uh this one is not. This seems okay. to be using her spell save DC and not the rooms. Okie dokie. So 21 uh, was not enough. 21 was not enough? That oh, is they correct. This is a wisdom save? Yeah, uh, this is a constitution save. Oh, a constitution. Okay, okay, okay. Um, then these four. Damn. No. Okay, so Gwen. <laughs> Rolling at disadvantage. This is a spell? This is a spell. So rolling neutral. You could have a reaction if you want to use it. I, I thought it. I already used it. It has been your action since then. Okay. Constitution is is 25. 25? Okay. That is a success. Okay. I'm, I will hit her then. Okay. I'll smack her right in the booty. You're on oh, her shoulder, so it'll be a long reach, but I'm here for it. Ahead. Oh, boy. Is that a 33? Yeah, that'll hit. Okay. Before... Oh, Lord. What is this? Uh, 17 plus 6. Okay. For 23 total damage, and she gets a nat 20 to maintain concentration on her Rift Blade. Okay, what happens to us now? Uh, so then constitution saves all around. If you fail, that is going to be 12 points of radiant damage. If you succeed, it is halved. Okay, then, well, so, uh, none of them made it. They're all disappear. Okay. Bye-bye, barbarians. Well, that makes, that makes math on your end easier. It sure does. That <laughs> makes my job easier. Okay. Sounds good. So that was at the end of Calum's turn. Next up, Arjan. 
All right. So first off, I don't like how she saw me. So whenever I pop back into existence, I'm going to shamefully go back into the bag of holding, get the Raven Queen out, and put her in my pocket. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I am going to shoot Kalen. Okay. You have now been affected by a potion of maximum power. Cool. Um, So goes off. uh, Within one minute. Or, sorry, the first time you cast a damage dealing spell of fourth level or lower within one minute, you just take the highest damage. Cool. Okay. Um, then I will shoot the Raven Queen. Sure, sure. So, potion goes off. Held action, which was triggered by getting sprinkled with potion. So let's okay. do Nevermore Life Hunt. Or whichever one you were end- you were planning on doing. I'm just going to do a Nevermore since I already said it. Okay. It wasn't. I'm just going to put that in the Discord. <laughs> it so was she- not. He's taking 120 force damage. Okay. They are still up. Oh! However, that that blade disappeared. There's no way they were holding on to that one. Okay, so I shot her. Yes, you did. With the 25. Okay. 25 hits. For 10 points of damage. Sounds good. Ah, shit. As a bonus action, I'm going to... Uh, use the chromatic infusion to get that piddly extra damage. Okay. Shit, where is that? Here it is. Okay. Yeah, so I'll do an extra 1d4. Um, for my bonus action, that was, that was it. Uh, for my elementals action, they're going to sidle up to the Raven Queen at 40 feet movement. So actually faster than everybody else. But did, did they get to her? Yeah. Okay, then they're going to make, make their attacks. Uh, and uh, while this is happening, Arjun's going to be like, uh, can I call it five gum? I mean, it, it is my breath. Five is good for tea, man. <laughs> uh, does a 28 hit? A 28 does hit. Two plus eight. Uh, 11 points of acid damage. Okay. And 15 is not going to hit. It is not. Sweet. Okay. So. Sorry, that was bludgeoning damage. Totally fine. Or acid. It would have been bludgeoning if it were a water elemental, but this is an acid. Sounds good. So next up, it is the queen's turn. 
and you can see that she has taken so much damage, especially with Kalem just like going up and just one punching uh, onto her shin. Her clothing is tattered. She does not look nearly as uh, solid as she once did before. It looks like you guys are doing a significant number upon her. And Gwen, atop her shoulder, you can feel this large creature's breath is getting raspy. And she begins to shake and vibrate. And as she does, you begin to feel an energy begin to emit from her as those same kind of glowing lines and cracks that you had seen upon Corvain are upon her as well. But these ones are glowing brighter and brighter and brighter. And she is going to use her Rend Reality ability. I need everybody in this room to make a constitution saving throw, please. Dialga, is that you? No, no, Dialga's Roar Time. That's Palkia. That sound familiar. This is not a- <laughs> This magic. This is a- This is not a magic spell. It doesn't matter if it's a spell. It's a magic. Yes. Okay. She got more things than I do for this. I just need the one answer. Is it a spell? Uh, 20 for Arjan, 8 for 5-Gum. Okay, 5-Gum <laughs> and Arjan both fail. Uh, 20 Sorry, for Kalem. 20 for Kalem? 23. 23 also fails. Sorry? That's you guys awful. realize who you're fighting, right? I... Yes. Half a god. I mean... No, full god. Corey, what'd you get? I don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> oh, now I don't worry about it. Okay. Now I'm just giving you shit. All right, so... Everybody, I am assuming, wait, yeah, your rogue fails as well. Uh, everyone in this room takes 34 points of necrotic damage. As she seems to unleash the very powers of the Sundering that had created her from her personage. And as she does this, you can see, Gwen, that, that raspy breath that she had had this like more like kind of disheveled figure seems to fade away from her she almost seems refreshed after using this ability and as she enters into her mythic form ah rj you fucker you called it at the beginning of this game same with cyber we are going to go into our break when we come back part two of this wonderful fight don't go nowhere we shall return and we will see you guys shortly so be sure to grab food grab a drink grab a friend all that good stuff all right. Yeah! Um, we're back. Hello, everybody. <gasps> Hello. So you're playing D&D &D with your friends. You winning, son? I am, Dad. Yeah. I am winning. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Daddy. Sorry, Daddy. Sorry. Daddy. Daddy. Sorry. <laughs> Daddy. Sorry. Father. I'm keeping this. <laughs> <laughs> She just had hag energy all day with this. I'm hey, so let's come over here now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Danae's birthday, we need to get her a hag staff. Clearly. On it. Absolutely. Write this down so we don't forget. All right, so 
it seems as if the queen has shed off much of the damage that you have dealt her previously, and she has entered into a new form of sorts. So that was during her turn, which means that next up, none other than our very own Coriander. Uh, the look of fear. Okay. Uh, yes, that's me. I'm Cory. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was reading a spell. Sorry. That's. I feel like that's exactly what Cory would do. Oh no. Kill spell and advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. That would be helpful if everybody stayed within thirty feet of me. Can I? Can I count on you guys to all stay within 30 feet of me? Probably. No. Rogue and Ranger <laughs> both say no. I'm a melee wizard, so yeah. Alright, that's that's a later problem. Um Don't broke what ain't don't broke what ain't fixed. Don't okay. Other <laughs> yes. Let me. I had two hours of sleep. Um, I'm going to, uh, do, it's the thing that I always do. Uh, I'm going to be a primal guardian. I'm doing that thing. Okay. Um, so that's my bonus action and I'm just going to run up and start hitting her with my sword. Wow. Okay. Uh, first attack is a natural 20. Okay. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Important question. Yes. Was the radiant damage immune or resistant? It looked like, let me check what my spell sheet says. It looks like it was uh, resistant, but not immune. You know you want to sixth level smite this, or fifth level smite. I don't smite have sixth level. I don't get sixth level. I'm a paladin. Sorry, I looked at your character sheet, and you had stuff from uh, right at sixth As level. I'm a, I'm a yeah. Um It's different. Yeah, I'll... Uh... Fifth, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be using any of those. Why not? Fifth level smite. Bing! This is for you. I'm just your hype person tonight. Thank you. Because I'm not I, muted. <laughs> I clearly need it. Um. Okay, so you ready? Yep. Okay, so here's the slashing damage. It's going to be 13 plus 5, which is 18. Um. So now force damage is going to be 7. And radiant damage is going to be... 35. 35, rounded down for 17. 17. Yep. All right. That's my first attack. Here comes the second one. I got the having down. For uh, three years, I can do it in my. In the noggin. To hit. What number? 24. A 24. That does hit. All right. 16 slashing damage. Two radiant damage, which is one. I can, I can have two. Then you got it. Uh, and then two force damage. Okay. Uh, guess what? I just hit twice. Guess who gets temporary hit points? It's you. And Woo! it's Caleb. How much? Ten. No. Cool. Is it ten? It's, your it's half my, it's half my, uh, left. No, it's my proficiency bonus, right? I believe so. That's I'm sorry, six. I don't, don't, what? Yes, I do, actually. I have an important question. Does my Minty Fresh Sun get temporary hit points? I only hit twice. Did your Minty Fresh okay. Sun survive? Yes. Oh. He had he had 50 hit points. Wow. Minty Fresh. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to life transference him. He's the MVP here. 
right. Clearly, Minty Fresh is going to save us. You need it less. Yeah, that's fine. Minty Fresh gets the hit points, and it is... <laughs> oh, now i got to change its name again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Done everything wrong. Everything Minty wrong Fresh is a life. D&D rapper bard. Uh, when you hit with a temporary hit points equal to half your level, rounded down. Half my level right now is eight. That's very good. It is. <laughs> and wait, no, what? No. 17. 17. 17 halved no, is eight. It's eight. Yes. Because it'd be nine point something or 8.5. Oh a half God. of 16 is eight. I, again, the disparity of not even a minute ago. I'm great at having my numbers. I'm so good at that. Have this odd one. Simon, Simon, it's I'm a genius. Oh, no. <laughs> Amazing. I think that's it. That's my two attacks. That's my that's my bonus. Um, okay. I'm an angry cat person, uh, fox person, and I'm here to play. Arshan, why does she look like, you know, Ubu? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it is Lessonor's turn. Uh, just gonna run up and just try and do a stab. I doubt he'll be successful. He's been trying to do stabs all goddamn day. Hey! That's a natural 20 for my boy! With a sneak attack! That's a, a stab attack. and a half. Hell yeah! Alrighty, so that is going to be for 11 points of standard stabby. And then he gets to roll 18d6. Rogues. Four. That's a total of 52. 52, 4, 80, 85 seven. in total. 52, uh, 85. He got one hit in. He got one. I can't do anything. I can't do And then bonus action, disengage. The I know my it. season two character's voice now. <laughs> Incredible. So that was his go. Gwen, you are atop the queen's shoulder, and she seems also fresh. Sweet. Uh, Gwen looks down. That was fucking sweet, Letty! Um, and I'm going to attack her. Again. And again. Uh, just the twice. Actually, the three times. So I'm going to do two attacks. Okay. Um, oh, that one's only 18. 18 misses. So uh, the other one is 25. I'm going to use another incarnation to attack a third time. Um, for, uh, 28. And then, so that's... What double hand rolled that? That was pretty sweet. Okay, um, gross. Forty-one slashing and uh, I forgot the first one, which was eight and eight fire and nine fire. Okay. 
Sounds good. And I'm going to have my echo. Uh, wait, is that a bonus action? No, okay. So uh, I'm going to have my echo move uh, and I'm going to have him start climbing her too so that she's on his back. Okay, sounds good. So as that begins, it is the layer action's turn. Once again, that energy begins to pour out of Corvain's eyes. I need everybody to make a constitution saving throw. Yes. Just, you know my question. Yep. It's the same question yeah, that happened okay. the last time it happened, which was a yes. Nine. 22. 10 feet of Corey? No, because you're on top of a much larger creature. Fair. Not 20. 25? Okay. Does the Goliath roll separately? There are no more Goliaths. They're dead. The spirit that you're having climb atop her. Oh. That you just talked um, about. Yeah. Do they have to roll for that? Don't they have like one HP? They have one HP, but... That's fine then. Immunity to all conditions. It uses a saving throw bonus. It uses yours. Okay, so yes. Oh, that's way, that's way, that's 20, 27. Okay. He's chill. All right, sounds good. <laughs> but he's still going to take damage. So everyone who rolled higher than an 18 is going to be taking half of this. Everybody else is going to be taking 24 points of necrotic damage. And if you have failed, or no, then it's uh, anyone that's within the distance of Corvain cannot regain health points until initiative count 20. Same as last time. My boy, Lessonor failed. Oh, does Minty Fresh need to? Minty Fresh would also need to save for this. Unless they are somehow immune to necrotic as, a, as an acid beast. Like father, like son. We playing taps? Pour one out for a real one, homies. There goes my hero. <laughs> Alright, so... He splits. That was... That was the lair, Calum. Alrighty, Rue can't regain hit points. Go for broke, I guess. I'm going to use a time stop. Okay. World stop. She Carry is on. going to try and counterspell. Let's see if it works. I want to hit a 19. That's a four. All right. Uh, how long do I got? One D four plus one. Time stops for three rounds. Okay. Sounds good. <sighs> okay. First order of business. He's going to look up at the fractured queen look over to Corvain, walk over to the barrier. Okay. And he's casting a Dispel Magic at 8th level. Okay. 
so it's anything so eighth so dispel magic my brain is not fully here right now it is processing a bunch of other things can you please read the spell description for me choose one creature object or magical effect within range any spell of third level or lower on the target ends for each spell of fourth level or higher on the target make an ability check using your spell casting ability modifier the dc equals 10 plus the spells level uh on a successful check the spell ends at higher levels when you cast a spell using a spell slot of fourth level or higher you automatically end the effect of a spell on the target if the spell's level is equal or less than the level of the spell slot you used so it's basically a counter spell but not reaction okay yeah uh the magical barrier preventing you from interacting with corvain disappears <sighs> just heavy breathing walks over to corvain second turn puts the portable hole on the ground interact object picks up corvain's body and throws it in the hole okay third turn he seals the hole okay at the end of that turn he turns man if this was any other character he would probably sit where corvain was sitting with a le his legs crossed <laughs> actually fuck it yeah he does that and he's going to just dead-eye stare at the Raven Queen as the time stop fades. Okay. As the time stop fades, um, Raven Queen is going to take note of... The Raven Queen has noticed this. Uh, and what she is going to do at this point is that she is then going to take a look at you. And then look at you, Corey, as you are right here next to her. And she is going to use two of her legendary actions. And she is going to consume magic. I need you to make a constitution saving throw for me. That's a lair action, yeah? This is not. This is her legendary action. A legendary action. Hmm. Hmm. Is it, is it a magical effect? Okay, cool. Just checking. Is this something you made up, or is this a real thing? This is a real thing that you can post about nights in the courtyard, and I'll gladly answer. Hmm. Well, I got an eight. Okay. <laughs> Wait, it's a natural one! Oh, then you're within ten feet of me! You're within thirty feet of me! <laughs> Sorry! That's so much better when you two of you are in person for this. <laughs> okay. Roll it again, bitch! I, 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 <laughs> there goes my hero right, so what level of spell is guardian of nature uh ooh, that's a good question um it's a <laughs> it's a rife spell i have a question yeah <laughs> can this target um can this target a spell that was cast by a artifact and not a person yes Okay, just check. If it's if it's what I think it is, yes. This is this is rough. Oh fuck. Okay. Um it is. I can never find it because I never think of it as the correct. Uh Guardian of Nature is a fourth level spell. Okay. So as you have this like Cora, you have foxed out, you got that concentration going, and then the Raven Queen just looks at you and she makes a drawing effect with your with her hand. And as she does, that ability on you, this spell that you've been concentrating on, 
you feel the effect break and that magic comes directly off of you into her palm and you see that cuts and uh, other damage that has been done to her begins to actually repair itself. She, ga she gains 20 temporary hit points and your concentration on the spell ends. Rude. But she didn't take away my ability to use it. No. She just oh, ended this. She ended the concentration on the spell. Jesus, I thought it was so much worse than that. Okay, carry on. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, it's still pretty bad, but you know, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. Okay, Arjun. Caleb is sitting where the other dead guy was. So, yeah, Caleb looks exactly like him, right? Oh shit, oh, where's Caleb? He has like an owl mask on, but other than that. He took yeah. off the mask oh, to right, help yeah. with the rest. Oh he shit, looks, where's Caleb? Where's Caleb? Uh should I roll Which a deception check? Dead? I have a question. Which one looks more dead? Caleb, Probably Corvain. Wait, really? You're six hundred years old dead guy. He's been in the negative energy plane for like forever. That guy is emaciated. How long has that guy been dead? A while. Connor. <laughs> Uh, bon bonus action, Hail of Thorns. Uh, I'm a tutor. Okay. Uh, Hail of Thorns at a very, very high level. I'm sorry, everybody around her. Fifth level. That's my one fifth level spell. I shoot. Okay. I do a natural one. Can I re-roll it? Alright, no, I already used my reaction for it. Fuck! Sorry! I, I shoot. 32. That, that'll that do it. Yeah, that one will hit. Okay, so. Damage. <laughs> 10 points with Another three on top from my, my piddly chromatic damage. And then dexterity save. Okay. That's a 10. Gonna use a legendary, uh, a legendary resistance. Dexterity save from everybody there. Alright, so Gwen, who, who else is on the Caleb, Raven Queen? And Corey is right there as well. So it's the rest of your party, minus Lee, who just mm -mm. Okay. It, if unless you succeed on a dexterity save of seventeen. Dexterity save. Yeah. You take thirty points of piercing damage. Gwen, you have advantage. You know the uh, the sound of <clears throat> alert when your Pokemon is at critical health, right? The and it gets faster beep and faster beep. the lower your HP gets. I'm at like 3%. Noted. I'm getting there. Okay. 
That's it. Okay. Sounds beautiful. I'll get closer. So so I'm closer to like Corey. So her ability recharges. Which is good. So having shaved off all of that excess damage, Gwen directly being directly on top of the Raven Queen, you feel her begin to shudder. And she is going to let me just check here real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's going to shudder, and as she does, you see that there is a electricity that begins to actually manifest itself amongst the raven skulls. And she pulls into it, and you see that she just slams it down onto the ground as the lightning begins to arc off of it. She is casting a spell. That's me. I have a, I have a reaction. Um, I attack her. All or nothing. I'm going to try and counterspell with a third level and roll for it. Okay. 22 to hit. 22 does not hit. Cool. No. Okay. Okay. All right, so that was all magics aside. She's casting Chain Lightning at 8th level to target each of you. So I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Gwen, this is an ability you can see. Thank you. You're welcome. 26. Success. 15. I'm going to say no. Okay. I got a 16. Okay. And Lee got a 23. So he also fails. So Arjan, you are the only one out of your group to succeed. So you are going to be taking half of 52. Everyone else takes the full amount, except Lee, who, as a rogue, because of his uh, ability to dodge, also only takes half. So Sorry, everyone is going to be taking 26 minimum. Is there anybody within 10 feet of me? Uh, actually, no. Because Caleb's on the other side of the Raven Queen, Gwen is above, and Arjan is flying. As a reminder, anybody within 10 feet of me has resistance against spell attacks. Um, What kind of damage was it? Lightning. Lightning. And it's 52? It yep. was 52. Caleb's okay, down. Here's my shadowy defense. Uh, having the damage. Okay. Uh, I'm also going to use the reaction to have the damage and uh, change the... Uh, my chromatic infusion is going to change to lightning because of this. Okay. Sounds good. So that is it for the queen. Next up, Corey. Um... Simon. Yes. 
I don't have access to my uh, godling abilities uh, notes right now. Okay. Um, you, you know the big one? Yes. The, like the, the big Healy boy? Yes, yes, yes. Um, can you remind me how that one works? Oh, let me see if I can pull it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, a pre I, I believe that's a standard action. Um, it is standard action. It requires me to use a large number of hit die. Uh, and it heals pretty much everybody but me within a 120-foot radius. Uh, and I don't know... Oh, it's it's by, like, it's dependent on the hit die. Yes. On how many hit die that you drop in there. Okay, and it has so... to be a minimum of a certain amount of hit die. As a standard action, spend at least 10 hit die. Mm -hmm. Roll the spent dice and add them together. Any number of allies you choose within 120 feet regain a number of hit points equal to the total. The target also gains one ter temporary hit point per die spent. Cool. Um, let me just double check how many of them there. Hit die I've got. Well then, I'm gonna use 15. Okay. Uh, stand by. I'm using an entirely new uh, keyboard to me. It's cute. <laughs> um, that doesn't seem right. No, you have to do Yeah, that. no, I got it. Sorry, I just remembered. Roll. Team D. It's not an R at the beginning. I apologize. 15 D10. You're right. It's okay. gone now. Uh, that's 89. All right. I, so what happens? So um, all of the allies that Corey chooses regain. 89 hit points and 15 temporary hit points. Balls. So Corey glows with a golden light that becomes more and more bright until they're just a God, a, a flashbang almost. Um, and then it's gone. Y'all have um, plants from every season uh, growing on you in vines, uh, which quickly wither away into golden dust and you feel a whole lot better. Quick question for you, Simon. Yep. I was hit by the negative energy of Corvain. Do I regain hit points now that he's not here? So it is as long as you are within range of Corvain. Hell yeah. All right. So because so he's how... in your hole and you sealed him up. So how much was that? 85 and 15 temp. Okay. All right, next up. Did you target Lee with this, or was it everybody else except him? Of course! Okay, just <laughs> wanted to make sure, because there have been situations in the past where, you know, some oh, people yeah. got blessed and he did not. <laughs> just Lee wanted to my, make sure. Lee is my senior friend! <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, Don't you mean senior amigo? No. I 
Also, Zarina gets it too, if it's possible. I don't think it is since she's marbleized, but I'd love to. It's in my pocket. Catch a falling star and put it in her pocket. No, I, I would like to think I'm going back to 2012 when the world made sense and I have pocket God <laughs> as, as just my, my way to spend time. Incredible. Okay. I technically have a bonus action, but since this lady can eat magic, I would like to withhold it. Okay, sounds good. So, next up. Actually, is, never what? mind. I'm gonna bonus. I'm gonna bonus action uh, face step uh, to the other side of her um, to get near Calum, uh within ten feet of him, and uh, I'm in autumn form, right? Yeah, currently, yes. Like- I'm in autumn form, so I'm. Look at me. I'm getting. I was looking for. Never mind. I'm. I'm getting plus two AC and uh, ten temporary hit points, if I remember correctly. Uh yeah, it's ten temp HP and then plus two AC. It's me. Sorry, I'm done now. Okay, sounds good. So then it is Lesnor's turn. He's gonna try and do a stab again. I don't know if he'll be... Uh, he can't top the last stab that he had. He could. No. No. No, he can't. Wait, reaction? Reaction? No, it hasn't been... It has not been Gwen's turn. He goes before Gwen. Fuck. Yep. So he goes up. I think he's just going to, like, throw it, and it, like, just sails past. And you just hear uh, in the dark, just, fuck. And then Dagger disappears, and then, like back to running around trying to be a squirrely boy um that is it for lessonor's turn next up is gwen um okay um i'm uh what can i do with my bonus text okay i am going to go into my backpack um pull out a the alchemy jug Douser and mayo. I'm gonna whisper <laughs> into it oil um, as my action. Um, so you can use an action to name one liquid from the table. Um, the jug produces the chosen liquid. Afterwards, you can uncork the jug as an action to pour the liquid out. Nice. So, uh, so I'm going to use my action to activate oil. Okay. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to manifest an echo um, beneath me, uh, next to her. Um, yeah, that's my turn. Sounds good. At the end of your turn, at this point, she is rightly pissed at the lot of you for one coming into her home attacking her she's been nothing but kind gave one of your friends oh so many lives yes you and so at this point you see her mouth beginning to chatter and as it does you all begin to hear whispers and those whispers seem to leave her as they leave her like curled lips the models upon the shelves that inhabit this room 
some of them begin to animate. And as they do, four of them leap down and they plunge down with a spear and they are going to be on Arjan, Kalem, Gwen, or Corey, and uh, it will also have to be on Lee because they don't want to hit the person that is bringing what them What about the forth. Echo? Huh? What about the Echo? Uh, the Echo would be caught in the pillar that is going to be emerging from the spear strike. Sorry, the what? <laughs> uh, so with this uh, summoning of the fallen, I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Minus Gwen. 25. Okay. I Magic, no magic. This is... This is a magic ability. Okay. Uh, 18. 26. 26? And what the... Go uh, what the Echo get? Oh, the Echo gets it too? Yeah. Alright. Uh, Dex, you said? Yes. 11. 11, and then Lessonor succeeded. As these figures jump down with their spears, and the spears plunge into the ground, these pillars of light begin to emerge from these spears, and everybody inside of them is going to be taking, uh, if you uh, got higher than a 24, uh, you are going to be taking half. Otherwise, you are going to be taking, let me roll this real quick, 19 points of force damage. So, if you got higher than a 24, you take half. Nine. Nine. That one. Math and shit. We're so good at simple math. And in order Careful. to do that, the Raven Queen had to use all three of her legendary abilities. Yay. Alrighty. So then it is the Lair's turn. And similar to what you had seen before, Gwen, the Raven Queen beneath you shifts. And then over towards Calum, who is chilling on top of the throne, you see another copy of the Raven Queen appear directly above him. So now there are once again two of these Raven Queens. Next up, Calum. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Uh, misty step. Okay. <clears throat> Towards Arjan, away from Raven Queen B. Uh, he will look up and shout for Arjan to hand him the orb. And hold action. Oh no, I can't because that's a yeah. That'll happen to happen on his turn, next turn. Okay. Sounds good, Arjun. I will hand the orb. Marble. I will ponder the orb. <gasps> absolute mad lad, pondering in the middle of this. 
uh, then I will. There are two of her. There are. I will shoot at each. Okay. Thirty-five. Thirty-five hits. For twenty-one points of lightning damage. Okay. I will shoot the other. Okay. Twenty-three. Sounds good. 23 does... Wait, hold up. 23 just hits. For 11 okay. points of lightning. Sounds good. Uh, do, 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 do. And... I will, as a bonus action... Cast Sanctuary on Calum. Okay, what does Sanctuary do? Uh, I ward a creature within range against attack until a spell ends. Any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or harmful spell must make a wisdom saving throw on a failed save. The creature must choose a new target or lose the attacker's spell. The spell does not protect the warded creature from area effects such as the explosion or fireball. If the warded creature makes an attack, casts a spell that affects an enemy or deals damage to another creature, the spell ends. But... Calum has the orb. Okay. I do not want Calum to be targeted by the Raven Queen without a fight uh, while he has this orb. Sounds good. So sanctuary. Okay. So, it is at this point that the Raven Queen, in both of her forms, take stock of this combat and as they do they realize that things are not going the way that they had hoped for and Gwen the one with you on top of it you see brings her hands down and then intertwines her fingers clasps them and she begins to chant and as she does, the other Raven Queen across the room brings her hands together and she also begins to chant. But as they are speaking, you can see that they are much in the same way that a, a couple or a set of twins will often finish each other's sentences. It seems like they are doing this, but on a single solitary spell. And as they do, Calum, you recognize the language that is being used for this spell. It seems as if the Raven Queen is, is as a magic caster who was alive past the point where the rules of magic were set in place, is doing something a little bit wild in. He's gonna use his reaction to try and counterspell it at seventh level. Okay. Still need to roll for it. I know. I know. I also have Mage Slayer. Okay. Mage Can Slayer I? will go off. Kaomi, you're no longer sanctuary. <laughs> Can I do a called shot? Oh. 
can I hit her because I am on her shoulder in the throat? Sure. Okay. I will do this recklessly. Okay. Whoa. She never does that. I know. I don't need to anymore. <laughs> oh, I rolled two ones. But you're a halfling. I don't have a halfling. I can't believe I've done this. Wait, no, halfling is a reaction thing, isn't it? You have no, halfling no, luck as well. Roll just one. get it. Yeah. Yeah. So you just get it. So I re I just reroll one. Yep. I think it's both. Because it? it's. You're my favorite dice. It's just whenever you reroll one. Gotta take whatever you get. 22. 22 is not enough. I got a 20 for my counter spell. Okay. With that, she is going to try and counter spell yours. Let's That's see spell. if this works. It's a spell. It is a spell. Is anything, anybody got any shit to say about this? Um, I don't remember how counterspell works. Like, if somebody's making a save that I can help with. No save necessary. No. Yeah, Unless it's just a raw d20. Cool. That is a 16 on her die. <sighs> so, Calum. That as... was just one off. Yes, it was. So, as you see, and the, all of you witness... She is attempting to recreate the sundering here in this moment. <laughs> Just uh, ourselves. Caleb, I, what does your counterspell look like as you put a quick fucking stop to that shit right there? Can I redact it and uh, copy that spell? No. <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, <laughs> he has the... Um, yeah, her the arcane cataclysm does not fire off. He has the orb in one hand, and in the other, he just basically listening to what she's saying. He's writing in the air with his finger a counter-argument to what she's saying. And as she finishes it, he crushes the counter-argument, and the spell doesn't work. Calum, you have the orb with the other queen in your hand. You can see that there is one of those, like, my fucking guy. Like, she's like... Very pleased with this. However, the other queen that you guys are fighting, uh, very simple turns. No, she not she not happy about that, not at all. But that's okay, because you have stopped her from using a spell on her ability or on her turn, which means that that is all that she can do. Next up, Coriander. Coriander, you just watched this deity almost try and tear the world in half again. For fun. Just to stop you. I have a feeling that was probably bad. I don't know how magic works. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I can get to her, right? Yes, you can. I'd love to. There are, in fact, um, two of her. Well, like, does, does attacking Raven Queen be... Uh, th does attacking side A hurt side B? It would appear so. Vice versa? It indeed would appear so. Oh, shit. If she's right next to me, I would have had a reaction. Not anymore. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Uh, 
Uh, bonus action. I'm a primal guardian again. Okay. Um, and I'm just gonna fucking tear into her as best. Sure, can. sure. Um, attack the first. Thirty-one to hit. Okay, thirty-one hits. Uh, sixteen slashing damage. Uh, one force damage. Uh, let's see. I've got smites to spare, don't I? Hell yeah, I do. I'm gonna use a fourth level smite. And that'll be 24 plus 5 radiant damage. So okay. Radiant damage. She has a smite button. I need it. I know. I like it. <laughs> Just says, cast smite, question mark? Yeah, second qu <laughs> Second one. Okay. Uh, 31 to hit. That'll hit. 10 slashing damage, 2 force damage, uh, and another 4th level smite. That's going to be 19 radiant damage. 19, and that's halved already? No, that's not halved. Okay. I'm letting you have it. Boop, boop. Got it. Um, that's my bonus. That's my action. I think that's, I think that's all I got. Okay, sounds good. Next up, your rogue friend. Who, from the shadows, once again, is going to try and rush up and do a heckin' stab. <gasps> he finally got another one. So that is going to be for 10 plus... Wow. 10 plus 40, so he deals a total of 50 points of damage. And then you can see that he is... He is not as confident, having just saw this thing, as you all are. And he's disengaging, and then going back to what he was doing before, just squirreling around, because he's a rogue, and that's... Kind of what he needs to do at this point in time. Next up, Gwen. Okie dokie. I know spellcasters. Spellcasters need to do certain things. Most of the time, they need to talk. I'm done with her talking. So I'm going to attack her. I'm going to attack her throat again. Okay. Twice. Recklessly. Okay. Because I already did it. Yeah, why not? Um, the first one is a 32 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, and the second one is a natural 20. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so the first one is going to do uh, 18 damage. Okay. And then the critical, which is a brutal critical, is going to do 34 damage to her, like, th speaking throat part to of To the voice throat. backs. Yeah. I'm trying to make it so she can't speak anymore. Okay, sounds good. And Gwen's going to say, you need to shut the fuck up, bitch. As she, this is where you die! As you say that, uh, she is going to use a legendary action. I'm not done! Okay. 
I would like to manifest an echo, please. Okay, sounds good. On the ground next to her. Sure, sure. Now I'm done. Okay, she's going to use a legendary action for a third level magic missile directed at you, Gwen. And this is coming from the one whose throat that you did not slashy. So, Gwen, you are going to be taking 19. Sounds an awful lot like I'm next to her. That is indeed correct. Okay, sorry. I'm, I'm no, this is why we have two mage slayers Natural in the party. Blomp, 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 blomp. Hold on, I gotta remember what my revivify slot is for. Oh, okay. All right. That's <laughs> for you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking RJ Spears. That's not how that spell works, but all right, go off, I guess. No, she just wants to make sure she has it. Yeah, like... I got it, I got it. I'm not just... I, no, whatever. I'm a god, maybe I can do what I want. Sorry. Wait, no, don't say that. The DM will <laughs> remember die. this. Calm, calm yourselves. I Did you Let's stop a cataclysm? twice. It's a... Okay. Um, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Um, first of all, is she concentrating on anything? Not currently. Okay, that's uh, never mind. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you later if it comes up. Um, so that's going to be uh, fifteen slashing damage, um, eight force damage, ten, thirty-three, thirty-three plus twenty-three radiant damage, fifty-six, and then we divide fifty-six in half which would be 28. And I still take magic missile. Hey, Corey, I have a very important question for you. How do you want to do this? Oh, my God. She was trying to cast a, a magic missile yep. at Gwen. At Gwen, right? yeah. Um... I want to say that she points a, a hag-like finger at Gwen, um, and the missiles begin to form, uh, and Corey just, like, jumps up uh, and curves the um, finger back upon herself at the last second, and the missiles, like, explode into her face, and she just follows those missiles with the sword directly in the middle of her forehead. Just straight into the bird's nest? Yes. Okay. So. Your sword plunges into the bird's nest of the fractured goddess. And as it does, her body begins to fill with the holy light of none other, as it would happen, Coralon. Who would have thunky thunk? Now, as that happens, Gwen, the form that you are on, disappears. As it was being manifested by the existence of the other. Calum, were you holding the marble? Was it in your pocket? He was holding it. He was holding it. There is a, just a whole ass woman in your arms now. As the spell ends. And as the body of the Raven Queen begins to crack and break as this fractured goddess dissipates inside of her as she disappears is this glowing essence that looks almost like it is mist-like and 
as it seems to rest and float down towards the ground, Corey, you having plunged in and then landed, I'm assuming, like, on the opposite side is, like, a follow-through strike? Like, is this, like, an anime thing where you're, like, reappear behind it? Um, I, I imagine she falls amidst, like, the, uh, the, the corpse. I mean, from, <laughs> like, she's in the middle of a bird's nest right now. Yeah, yeah, that is fair. Um, so about 10 feet away from where you are rests this glowing essence. And looking at it, you can see that that is the moat of possibility. That is what had allowed you to cause this separation. And as this room that is being illuminated by this essence sits, there is a rustle in your bag, Corey. And shooting out from your bag is a small magpie. And in the magpie's claws rests a purple gem. A gem that none other than Calum had given you at that time when you had originally told him what your name under Shar's control was. The gem then taken by this magpie is quick, swiftly taken to this glowing essence. And as Cyril pops that gem into the essence, Corey, Oh, I can, can I shoot the bird? Yes. But let me have this small <laughs> bit, if you wouldn't mind. Trust me on this one. I trust you, Endor. The spark turns to a deep purple hue. As Corey, you look down and you see that your shadow is stretching out towards that glowing spark. And you hear a voice. I always said, those that shine brightest often cast the longest shadows. And as you hear this voice, you see slender hands extend from the darkness, making a rising motion, a rising beckoning motion. As it does, you see a figure arising from the shadow in the floor, a figure that appears to be you, Corey. However, this is a shadow of yourself, and you can see that it bears blue lines of face paint upon it in a style that you have seen before. Standing before you is the season of death. Their shield appearing as though a nest all on their own, their sword a series of razor-sharp feathers to form a blade, their armor displaying the skulls of their namesake. From the shadow, a familiar woman to you appears. And she says, it was so easy. After you fought in both our names against the ruler of the Feydark, there were already those who called for you in my domain, sought your guidance in the darkness, my darkness. Then all I had to do was to convince you to separate yourself, and you see the figure of Shar motion with a hand as one of the monitors on a screen changes, and you see a pile of snow shift and manipulate itself into what looks like an older form of Oliviet, injured at the bottom of a crevasse. 
and from Shar's voice says, Coriander, Coriander, I'm over here. Laughing to herself, I knew it would be easy. But you always would do anything for her, wouldn't you? You told me the queen was trying to keep your seasons from you. All I had to do was find your season first and then wait for you. The dark of a crevasse, an Olivier made of snow. And again, it plays out of you finding this form, your winter season appearing, and you making the choice to bestow your season of winter upon this snowy form of Olivier as you receive the call. You are so willing to give up a piece of yourself for that woman, anything to keep her breathing. And now, as she curls her hand over the shoulder of the season of death, now this plane of shadows will finally get the ruler it deserves, she says, smiling to herself. And Calum, the red-haired woman that is in your arms, stands up. As if I would let you simply take my people, my home, away from me. Shar turns abruptly to Zarina. And Zarina, while still holding herself upon Calum's shoulder, says, I had studied the journey of the protector since I was a child. In my previous state, being the first of our kind to meet the would-be aspect was an honor. To meet your savior, the savior of your people, and to have them owe you is a great debt indeed, my dark lady. And Shar smugly says to herself, enough of this. Finish them, Nixiah. The season of death does not move. And Zarina says, you don't understand, do you? And how could you? You were so sure of your plan, so careful in your considerations that you didn't realize that you yourself would be your own undoing. And Shar gets a quizzical look on her face. What? And Zarina, and Zarina once again, now arm off of Calum, standing by herself. This isn't your domain. And she is one without name. And she points towards the season of death. And as she does, Shar's eyes go wide for a brief second, and there is a flash of black as the season of death whirls around, blade in hand, and slashes Shar across the chest. She is the shadow of the Protector, a being whose name is only known to them. While the Protector is the sun that will lead our people to new horizons, their shadow is the twilight that will lead them home. And as that happens the season of death looks over towards you calum and says which is a promise i intend to keep char angry now you would dare to and that is immediately cut off you left me to die I was a child and you abandoned me! And through the darkness, Lessonor leaps forward, blade out, and you see that in a quick slash, he actually strikes against Shar's face. 
Her glasses spill off. There is a visible wound where her right eye would be. And he lands and whirls around towards her and says, You may be the mother of night, but I was raised by the shadows. You made me feel as though I didn't belong, could never belong in this place. This was all part of your plan, wasn't it? Grandfather always said that the Dark Lady had plans for me, but he never told me what. He simply raised me to believe all of the lies that you told. Shar touches the fresh wound upon her right eye. And she looks back and you can see that there is just inky blackness where the wound was. This large slash mark from the season of death long across her chest. And... Corey, you, unlike the others here, can see that Lesnor has an aura about him. There is a almost color-like radiance that seems to be emanating from him. And as you see this, you see him crouch down onto the ground, and he has a hunger, a rage in his eyes that is steady that is methodical and you see him take a deep breath and exhale and as he exhales Shar says I would think twice before and before she can even finish he says I have long and hard and this was always the choice and as he says this he disappears in a flash leaving behind a small trail of dust behind him and in an instant he is behind Shar stabbing out with his dagger, plunging it into her side. Shar bats him aside, and as he tumbles, he rights himself before disappearing again. And she turns, and you can see what look like two solid beams of just straight purple whirl around with her arm outstretched, and she catches him by the throat as he reappears, looking to stab down towards her. You have overstayed your... And Lesnor kicks his leg back, as you see a knife extend from the tip of his boot as he kicks directly upward through the lower palate of her of her jaw and you see that aura around him continue to grow Shar throws him again and this time you see that he lands near the season of death he's breathing heavily and as he attempts to stand again the season puts her hand down and as she does, you see that the shadows wreath around Lesnor and enter into his wounds as they begin to close and begin to heal. And you see the season of death level their black blade towards the Dark Lady. And Shar touches at the wound upon her chin as it begins to close. And you hear the season of death say, Your quarrel here in this place is done shade. This place abides by my rules, not yours, and so with it, I banish you. And Shar lets out a laugh. Banish? Me? You are new here, so let me explain it in plain words for you. You cannot, and as she says this, you see the billowing of a cloak, the flash of steel, and a plume of raven feathers are all that can be seen of the quick movement that places the, sh the season of death directly behind Shar resting at the end of a sword strike. And she says, This land of twilight exists not because there is night, 
but because there is a sun and you see a rift of pure light opens directly behind Shar. You are no longer welcome here, goddess, and you will do well to remember that. And the sunlight completely swallows the night mother in a brilliant flash. Around the room, intermingled amongst the figures of the Shadarkai, there are a variety of elven figures, living figures, not models that have seemed to come in. And Corey, you note that each one shines with their own particular aura as they look down upon this. As they silently gaze, Lessonor manages to drag himself over to the pair of round spectacles that had fallen off of the Night Mother's face. And as he does, you all hear a voice, incomprehensible, but in this moment you are given the ability to understand this is less of an offer. This is more of a command. Lessonor of Tor Amman, son of night, will you take up the mask of the shadow? And Lessonor looks at the spectacles and says, so long as it gives me the power to hound her at every turn. And as he does, as he says this, the spectacles burst into what looks like a blackened fire that then come to rest. And when he opens his hand, you can see that there is in its place a black satin mask. And as the mask rests in his hand, the elven figures that were looking down begin to turn and disappear among the ranks of the, of the models. The aura around him fades to an outline as the adrenaline and rage finally gives way, and all that remains standing is the newly formed Queen of Ravens, who turns to look at you all. All I have ever wanted to do is to create a haven, a home for my people. And Cory, this is the season of death looking directly at you. Sister. Will you aid me in their freedom? Of course. Will you be the sun that leads my people to hope? Um, do I sense truth in her? Yes. I'll approach. And she extends her hand out. I take it. And as she does, there is an acknowledgement. And she lets go of your hand, and she takes her sword. And as she takes her sword, she plunges it into the ground. And as she does, she twists it. And when she twists, you hear the unlocking sound, or an unlocking sound, almost like a key that has finally found purchase. And as she does, the glass monitors that are above you, that existed within the Raven Queen's domain that you've seen a multitude of things appear on, begin to show the outside of the Fortress of Forgotten Memory. And as they pan back, you can see that there was a almost invisible cage that seemed to be emanating from the uppermost point. And that cage was all around the Plane of Shadow that cage begins to shimmer and it begins to fade. 
and as it disappears, you can see that in its place, it is replaced with a summer brilliance. The monitors then, on either side, show two very different scenes. One being a field in the plane of shadow. The other being the very edge of the Feywild on the Isle of Winter. The edge of the Feywild looks like it gains a thick fog that seems to roll in from the sea. Likewise, on the outskirts of the plain, uh, in the Shadowfell, a similar fog rolls over. And as these fogs roll, you see these two monitors converging at a center point until eventually the monitors find purchase with one another. And as they do, they connect. The fog disappears. And Corey, as you look and you see the Feywild transition into the outskirts of the Shadowfell, there is a sense of relief about you. A stress that you did not know that you had carried with you for so long. All these lost children, all these spirits trapped here in a place of darkness and pain, they can finally return to a world of light and no peace. That's our show. Small vignette. As all of this is happening, um, Caleb steps up next to Zarina, offers his hand to her, and casts fly on himself, the raven black wings erupting from his back, turns to her and says, let's get our daughter. Excellent. Sounds good. So that's all that we have in store for this evening. Thank you all so much for coming by as we heal the shadow fell as it were in some way, shape or form. So I had a blast. I hope you all did as well. Like I said, I've been prepping this for a little while, so I'm glad that things were finally able to, uh, to, to, you know, come to fruition. It's been a couple solid years that I've, I've been planning this situation, so I'm glad that it finally happened! But I'm always glad whenever these folks are on the channel. Hey, RJ, where can we find you? What do you do? Hey, everybody, I'm RJ, and you can catch me here at our, whoa, you can catch me on the internet at rjustice282 on Twitter and Twitch, where I tweet about the nerdy things in my life and sometimes stream with my friends. I'm tired. <laughs> uh, you can catch me here. Mondays is Kalem, the Shatterkai Wizard. Thursdays over at GGK, where we play a mashup of Good Society and Urban Shadows called Good Shadows. I play a specter named Gus, and he's just a bartender. He, he likes to make drinks and make breakfast for his friends. Um, <clears throat> back over at GGK on Saturdays for both Star Power. Um, it's a JoJo Bizarre Adventure-inspired uh, game, and then also a Mistborn game rotating every other week. Finally, on Sundays, over at the Hype Goblins channel on the AM, where we do another homebrew campaign. Um, and finally, back here in the PM on Sundays, where we do the Witch Lights, and I play a stabby, stinky bastard man. TheNakeKinder.com. Hi, everybody. I'm LB Hack'em'Up. You can find me at LB Hack'em'Up on the Twitters and the Twitches because of travel and holidays. Um, this week, I'm... This is it. This is all I got. Uh, the LB Hack'em'Up channel is going to be live on thursday night they're going to play krampus um and then i'm going to be on ggk next week on tuesday but that's pretty much it for me for the next couple weeks i'm on vacation so i'm not looking you know i'm not trying to 
do anything. Anyways, but if you want to follow my Twitter, I'm sure I'll be posting pictures because I'm going to be visiting a lot of my friends and I'm going to see a lot of people. So, I mean, you know, I've already started it. So here we go. DanaeKeener.com. Hi, I'm Cyber. I'm here. DanaeKeener.com. <laughs> Everybody, I'm DanaeKeener.com. Um, that's currently the only place you can find me. Um, I am also going to be tied up in uh, the, old, the old holidays, so you won't be finding me here on Sunday uh, doing Witchlight, uh, and you won't be finding me here for anything else. Ever. <laughs> I've been replaced. Uh, this is She's the done. first time I heard this. <laughs> She's done. Done. No, Been replaced um, by Skelly I, staff. It's okay. I, I will be back uh, come the new year, uh, and you'll you'll see me uh, again soon. Danakeener.com. And if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the indoor adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures. We do shows like this on Monday and Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. As well as on Sundays at 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indooradventures to check up on all of our uh, app. Yeah, to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point. Or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are made available for free. But speaking of things that are being made available for free, we are going to be going into our after show called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community over at patreon.com slash indooradventures. So if you have any questions for myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to join us on that Discord that you can find in the Twitch chat to the side or in the link down below, and we will do our best to respond in kind. And with that, I would like to once again say thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by. Thank you to these players for putting up with my bullshit once again this week. And we'll see all of you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye!